Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bayo. Ah! You know how. First of all, let me welcome everybody in the room. Cop a squat, get a chair, get a blanket, a pillow. Hell, sit right here on the stoop. Grab you some coffee, some tea, some juice, cold water, warm water, <laughs> ice water. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I've been battling over the two topics I want to talk about. And I, I just want y'all to walk in my mind, right? Because the things that I see, I think about the conversations I have with people and stuff. Like, there's not a day. That don't go by that someone doesn't hit me up. And I'm grateful for that because I learn as they learn. You know, I just share my experience. I am not a doctor. I don't have a psychology degree. All I do is just ask the basic questions. If you ask me, well, you know, my man, he's been, you know, not being attentive. And I, what went wrong? What happened? I don't take the part of the victim. I don't take the part of the person that's preying on them. I just ask you the basic question of your life. The one that is in you, you know, because my, my mom and them taught me common sense ain't coming for everybody. I get that. But I'm asked a question. You called me. I didn't call you. So I'm asked. Well, you know, I'm thinking about leaving my job. You got another job lined up? No. I don't know what I'm going to do. Then stay there until you figure it out. Oh, but, you know, everybody's getting on my nerves. So then quiet them out. Go to, how about this? Go to work, do the job, and go home. You're not, they're they not asking you for a favor. Listen, I was at one of my jobs. They didn't know I had a husband. They didn't know I had kids. They didn't know nothing about me. All they knew is I came to work. I did what I had to do. I was cordial to everybody, and then I left. My boss came there, and he was like, because my son had came up there. And they were like, I didn't know you had a son. I turned and looked at my boss. I said, you pay me to gossip or you pay me to work? He said, shit, I ain't mad at you. Keep doing it. He looked at the rest of the staff. He said, maybe y'all should get like her. And it's not being disrespectful. But you didn't knock on my door to say, let me do you a favor. You pay me to do a service, a job. Let me do that. Clock out and go home. I'll take my job home with me. I know you lying. Listen, when I stop reading cards or if I say, yo, I'm done for the day, I'm not going to be sitting there like, oh, my God, that person had to read it. Oh, what should I do? Not my. Listen, you paid me to do a service. I did that service. I left it alone. I'm going now to enjoy the rest of my day. So anyway, <clears throat> in the thoughts of E5 Bayo, I was watching two shows. One, The X-Men. I am a love. Oh, I love the X-Men. And I was watching Chris Rock stand up. First of all, I understand. I get it. No man should call a woman a bitch. None of that. But I'm going to say what old school said, right? I got a friend. I call him old school. He said, I find it funny that, you know, women don't want to be called bitches, but yet and still y'all call each other a bitch. So I'm confused. W what is it that you want? You can't say, oh, well, that's my homegirl. Well, if it's if it's such a horrible word, then why do you call it to your sister or your, your daughter or your nieces or your cousins when you don't want nobody else to call you that? 
make it make sense. The math ain't mathing. So I had to recognize what OG was saying, you know. Okay. Now, what gives my, what really itches my ass, to be honest. I can't stand for an adult to call a little girl or any child a bitch. I can't stand it. And I know a, a, a woman, we're no longer friends. We're no longer associates. She has that. Like, she don't care who you are. If your daughter's standing there, oh, what that little bitch got on? That cringes me. That, oh! And I had to tell her, the day you call any one of my granddaughters, my daughters, whatever, yo, you're not going to like the beast that I become. So I remember, I wasn't even there. I was in Atlanta. My daughter was up there. And she was like, um, she had called my daughter Didi a bitch. And Didi was like, yo, hold on, wait. What? She was like, well, don't your mother say that? She's like, no, my mother do not call us that. Like, that's not our name. So she was like, oh, oh. But in here, she said, but I don't live in your house. I didn't come out to you. I'm not, I wasn't born from your womb. Please don't call me that. And, you know, she'll test the boundaries. Wherever you around people or whatever. Bitch, I said, no, stop, don't do it. So I just walked away from that one. That, that wasn't a friendship. I made a post today. You, you want to see if people respect you, set a boundary up. If they don't respect that boundary, they ain't going to respect you. So she didn't respect that boundary, so it makes no sense. We're not friends. We, we don't have nothing in common. And I can see her daughter, when she calls her daughter that, yo, her daughter cringes. Like, oh, my God. And you know what her, her reply is? Well, my mother called me that. So? Did you like it? No. So the why the fuck you want her to like it? So I understand that. I get that part. Chris Rock went over and beyond with that. But if we don't call ourselves that or call each other that, then nobody else will call us that. So, you know, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I get comfortable and say it to an adult, never a child. But I, I got to I gotta also check myself. I can't sit here and talk about, oh, well, what you doing, pointing fingers, and I'm doing the same thing. When I'm in a comfortable surrounding, I see one of my friends, and they go, yeah, bitch, hey, bitch. No, no, no. So I'm telling you today, I'm stopping and putting my foot down on it. Nah, boo, that's not my name. My name is Bejo. If you can't recognize that, then don't call me at all. So I have to. It has to start, because I love OG when he said that. Listen, if you don't want nobody to call you that, then don't call each other that. The same way with the word nigga, my nigga. But then when somebody else is there, what's up, nigga? Oh, you don't say that. Then don't you say it. Because people follow what you do. You're the leader. They're following you. They're following your roadmap. And say what you want. Don't pull me on the carpet because I'm going to come back. Because if I catch you saying, then I'm going to be like, oh, so this is where they get it. People follow. They follow what they see. They follow what they hear. We make it into a trend. And I understand. Oh, the world. I had a good friend. You know, my business partner. He used to always say that. Oh, the world already have power. You can use it. No, no. Because when somebody of a different race or a different color use it, you ready to knock them the fuck out. Don't use it at all. Then. Don't make it good for. And that's why I loved Chrissy Rock's um, thing. We make excuses for everybody else. But when it really matters, we turn the deaf eye. So, I, I, a deaf ear, I mean. We are we, blind eye. We, we get it. You get what I'm saying. So, anyway, I was watching these two shows. So, the first show I was watching was X-Men. 
I love Magneto. I love all the X-Men. I am a comic book geek. You know, I love learning about it and stuff like that. Man, we would have, like, real... If you've never really hung around comic book heads, man, you missing it. Find you some comic book heads. And, you know, I, I love it because Stan Lee, he put his part in the revolution of, you know, Magneto and Professor X, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. So... He, that was his way of contributing. Two different men, both the same. They both have powers. They're both very powerful. They both have, they're both great leaders. They're professors, doctors, however you want to put it. They both came from extraordinary backgrounds. And they still see life in, from different views. Professor X, as always, he wants to, you know, integrate. The, the mutants with regular people and he wants to show them that differences can be beautiful once you learn about each other and respect each other. Magneto is like, man, fuck the human race. Kill them all. Let's just make this a, a mutant world. Right? And then you got to see where they come from. Well, Professor X was a rich kid. He was, you know, them, them, them trust fund kids. Right? They, he came from wealth. He was raised around human beings and, you know, regular people that didn't have gifts. He was raised around them. He respected them. He saw them as an equal. Magneto, on the other hand, raised in a concentration camp. When he was trying to get free, they killed his mom in front of him. Then they used him as a fucking slave. And there was nothing that he saw good come from in his mind, from the human race. Then, when he did learn to forgive, and he met Charles Xavier, and he um, he went and got a family, a wife and a daughter, and he changed his, his, his whole life. And because he helped someone. Talk about the movie and talk about the comic. Trust me, comic book and the movie is two different things. But... In the movie, he changed his life. He had a wife. He had a daughter. And, you know, one of his co-workers got in trouble and he tried to save him. Well, they talked about it. And then you know, Magneto did a... He killed a lot of people. Can't run from your past. So, when they came to get him, he, he was giving himself up. But, you know, he's a mutant, right? He was born that way. And he had powers. So his daughter was born with the same, you know, and she was crying. She was a kid. She couldn't control it. Well, one of the guards, you know, or the police, they accidentally accidentally let off their arrow and it killed his wife and his daughter. Well, you would have thought revenge. It's a horrible word, right? It's beautiful in it, but it's still horrible. Um... He killed the person that killed his daughter and his wife. But that wasn't enough because all of that built up. He wanted to kill everybody, right? <laughs> he didn't know the art of forgiveness. He tried it. It didn't work because of circumstances and things that happened. And some people say karma because he killed so many people that, you know, got, got what you got. You know, so he went back on this race to kill everybody. 
even though Professor X tried to help him to, you know, forgive and feel the pain and work through it and, you know, relinquish it and let's go and we can have this world and show them the beauty that mutants can do and help with humanity. Magneto said, fuck that. I'm killing everything. Everything, everything. But he had a soft spot. He loved Xavier. He loved the mutants. And he he wanted to save them. Like, he didn't care about humans. He would kill them. But his mutants, he wanted to make a better world for them. Is he wrong? Is he right? Ah, it all depends on which side of the fence you're looking over. Then I watched Chris Rock live. First of all, he made history. The first time ever a comic did a live on Netflix. So if you fuck up, if they booed you, whatever, it was being taped. Wasn't no do-over. It was live. So shout out for him. Shout out for uh, Dave Chappelle for, you know, pushing him forward. Now, we're going to go with, you have so many people that come with their own stories. And people love digging. Man, people will go back to your first video and be like, look, I see, this is what she said, or this is what he said. And they will try to end you. Um, you had so many people. It's like, oh, Chris Rock tried to talk to Jada Pickett. And this is why Will Smith smacked the shit out of him. Uh, Chris Rock was jealous of Will Smith. So this is why he said this. I mean, it is so many. It was so many stories that came. Oh, because she has alopecia. He shouldn't have made fun of her. And... He, he, he should have cursed her out, you know, and, and Will Smith was right taking her for his woman. Because how dare you? But if you watched it, and majority of people that's really talking about it, they didn't watch it. They saw videos. But if you watched it, you watched the Oscars, Will Smith was laughing at first. You know, because a comic. A comic doesn't get a pass, but they get to get up there and make you see light of every situation. They talk about the president, they talk about black people, they talk about everybody. And I love the fact that Chris Rock talks about everybody. He talked, Meghan Markle, my, you didn't know the royal family was fucking racist. They asked what color the baby is. Uh, black folks always look at the ears and the fingers. Let's see how dark it's going to be. You're right. Is it going to be a light-skinned dark or a dark-skinned dark? Because we need to know and prepare ourselves what we're getting into. You're right. You're right. Southerners do it. If Northerners don't do it, I, I, hey, get with the times, right? But I digress. Um, so he spoke about everybody. He spoke about his daughter, which I really love, right? Because Chris Rock don't have no sons. He has two daughters. Now, when he did the hair thing, Right? Oh, my God. People were going crazy. Oh, my goodness. How dare he talk about black women here? How he has two daughters. He, he has every right. He said it. He said, I don't know how to do my daughter's hair. I want to give them a perm. I wanted to. So he, as a father, went out to find. How the fuck? I'm going to say it. Do we criticize a black man for stepping in the role saying, I want to be a part of the parenting as well. So let me find out how to do my daughter's hair and what I need to know on good and bad hair or what is good and bad hair. Because I need to equip my daughters when they get older and get out there in that world 
to see. Do they need to get perms? Blackish did the same thing. Did the same fucking thing. Did the same thing. When they daughter was like, look, do I want a perm? Do I want braids? Do I want natural? What do I want? And how do I deal with society once I get it? I'm not mad at him for doing that. Not. You're wrong if you get your kids dressed. Oh, my God. Why? Why? Mm-mm, no. You're wrong. Oh, she's being too grown. Why is she putting perms in here? Or no braids. That's going to take out the edges. No matter what you do, somebody's going to have something to say. Fuck those people. Raise your child and prepare them. For, my father said, and I loved him for saying this. Respect to my father for always saying this to me. I've been in this world without you. You've never been in this world without me. I, My job is to make sure you know how to survive when I'm no longer here. Respect to my pops for saying that. And I'd be damned anybody, any fucking body tell me different. So I need, my job as a parent is to teach my kids how to survive when I'm not here. I don't care what nobody else says. So salute to Chris Rock for doing that. Salute to Will Smith for a lot of things. I, man, I love them both. Were they both wrong? Do I, do I love seeing black men fight with each other? No. No. At the end of the day, no. Where's Louis Farrakhan to step in and try to find a common ground so they can agree to disagree but learn to respect each other? No, the friendship would never be back to where it was. But how dare y'all criticize a man that only spoke his truth? Because he didn't get up there and say, yo, I want to fuck Jada. No, he said, I respect it, Will. He said, and nowhere, we all been cheated on. Nowhere did we get to sit down and interview the person that cheated on us. So y'all going to criticize the man for speaking finally his feet. Y'all wanted him to speak up. Oh, why is Chris Rock not saying that? Everybody, his ticket sales went up because everybody thought he was going to talk about it. But he didn't. He waited a year to say, let me heal. Let me get my thoughts in this. Let me not get too emotional. Oh, he a bitch for saying something. How many times have y'all been fucking disrespected? Y'all didn't say nothing. And when you did say it, all you wanted to do was be messy. So he waited until he healed and then he said something. Oh, this is the same man that spoke about white people and all that. <sighs> These are the same people that I, I, I watched, right? No judgment, but I'm just pointing it out. These are the same people that said, I can't believe why Nita Byam is charging 15 or 1500 for prayer. You can't afford to sit down. Same people. Oh, Coach Stormy, low vibrational. It was on a paper plate. You can't afford to sit down. Same people. A Beyonce tickets. I'm not buying that. But you know what? I am. I just don't pay rent. Sit down. No matter what you do in this world, somebody's going to have something to say. Well, the one thing I will say about the Chris Rock Live and everything else, he took some time. He healed. He got sat with some elders. He sat. He, he put it in, in perspective of everything that happened. He also acknowledged, yo, you know, he didn't know what she was going through. She didn't talk about it too much on the, and if she did, he didn't watch it on her red table talk. He just saw stuff that was out there, so he spoke about it. Okay. But you didn't, which is true what he said. You didn't go to all those other people that spoke about how your, your wife, see, and that's, <laughs> 
your wife fucked her fr- her son's friend. But no one wants to talk about that. See, that's that selective shit. The same way. Oh, if a man talked to a younger girl, this motherfucker pedophile and all that. But when it's a woman, that's a grown-ass fucking woman that's fucking with her son's friend. Y'all don't see nothing in that. And this same woman, and I ain't dogging her out, but this is the same woman that was like, yo, I didn't even want to be with Will. No matter what he tried, I didn't want to be with him. And then he's sitting there saying, every time I had sex with her, I threw up, and he telling his mama this. And, you know, it's like, y'all pick and choose. Some of y'all are worse than those crazy people that, you know, that are in spirituality. You pick and choose what you want to follow in the Bible. You pick and choose what you want to follow in Ephah. You pick and choose what you want. And if we sit around all day and worry about that, we'll never enjoy and live our life. Real talk. But the reason why I spoke of these two, one learned the art of forgiveness and moving on and taking their pain and turning it into a triumph. Using that pain to fuel themselves to go further. Chris Rock career has catapulted. One smack got him a big bag. Catapulted. And it put him back in the limelight of so many people to say, hey, bro, I'm not going to dog you out. Let me show you how to lift yourself up. And then you have on another spectrum, right? Magneto, we know he's not a real character, but still the example, the story. Somebody that got hurt, that felt pain, and took that and lived off of that revenge and let it seep and became anger and just hatred for a race that a few people did something to you, but the whole world got to suffer. Make it make sense. Now, we do have choices. We do in this life. We have choices. We can forgive for ourselves, heal, do the work, and move on. Or we can sit with that shit and allow it to fester. My sister-in-law, her and my brother have been separated for 30-something years. She still hates this dude. When he show up, she got to talk about it everything about she say shit about him i'd be like damn that's my brother i ain't even know that when she spent her whole fucking waking life worrying about what my brother be doing instead of healing and moving on she can't she got a whole new man a whole new life but she's still worried about um what my brother's doing well whenever my brother go and visit his daughter she has to go down there like why don't you do something with your man? Right? But you can't. Because she's like the Magneto fucking entity. I, I, I got hurt. So I need to hurt the world. I don't want to heal. I'm better being a fucking victim. I was hurt. He cheated on me. He had a kid on me. Oh my God. It didn't happen yesterday. It happened 30 something years ago. He done had more kids than that. My brother got 11 kids in total. He got four by her and seven by the other. He done moved on. Every kid he had by the same chick, seven. Oh, that don't look like his kid. She had to make it her business to go up there. Or if she sends her daughter up to take pictures, I need to see how the baby look. And will call all of us and put her kid's picture next to whatever new baby it is. You think they, they, they don't look like his. Uh-uh, I don't give a fuck. Why are you worried and you have a whole man right there? 
And you know when you question her and say that. Oh, that's okay. My man going to send me on a cruise. I don't know about y'all. But if I'm in a relationship, I want us to do things together. No, I don't, I'm not going with you to a barbershop. You don't need to go with me to the nail spa. I can't stand to see dudes sitting there because they look like they are miserable. Some dude, one time I was in there, he got sick from the smell of the nail stuff. Oh, my God. You know, but he, he can't go nowhere. He loved me. He need to be with me everywhere. I know a chick right now, when she was with her man, whenever he went to shit, she would sit by the door. Oh, I just have to be under. No. I, that's not a relationship I want. And I definitely don't want you pay for me to go everywhere and I sit home. Why are you sitting home? Well, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to, you know, do together? Nothing. Nothing. I like sitting at home. Well, while she was running around on these goddamn cruises, he was in some chick inbox making dates and paying her phone bill. But you're happy. But you're happy. That's why you're worrying about this dude over here. And your man ain't dumb. So, okay. But anyway. <laughs> she kept that for 30 years. Still to this day. To this day, it's always something. Oh, no matter what. If you talk to, yeah, you saw your brother. Oh, my God. Girl, let it go. It was so bad that I unconsciously was doing the same thing to my ex-husband. Anytime somebody saw me, oh, fuck that nigga, Rosa. Oh. So I had to really go and was like, yo. I, and when I write, because I want y'all to understand, right? Side note again. People always say they're in therapy. I can go in the house and chill out all day. If I don't clean, cook, take care of it, have the maintenance, I'm just sitting there. Everything's still is falling apart. People will, I know some people that will go to therapy where they have told me, oh, I just sit there. I don't do shit. So therapy ain't working. I actively, I am actively in therapy. I talk, I listen, I share, even the ugly parts. Because that's the only way it becomes a healing for you. To shed light on those things. Actively, active therapy. Not just sitting there talking about somebody else. Oh yeah, well, you know, my girlfriend, she does... I, I'm not paying to come in here and talk about somebody else. I'm paying to come in here and talk about me. I'm the one that need the help, not them. If they need the help, they'll be here. So actively, I'm in therapy. So anyway, when I saw myself doing it, and I tell you the day that I really saw myself, me and my sister-in-law, we was um, on Jamaica Avenue. I had just had surgery, and my ex-husband came and picked up my daughter, and my Daughter, my sister-in-law was like, yeah, you saw him, girl, you know. And I was like, yeah, fuck him. Man. And then when she started talking about my brother, I said, hold on. I said, girl, we're not doing this. She's like, what, what? I said, we're not doing this. That man and me don't have anything in common. I don't hate him. I don't have no problem with him. I wish him whatever life he deserved. And I know he wishes the same for me. So why am I worried about him? It is letting go and moving on and healing. Healing. That's it. So, I get that. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I can share my story because I heal from it. Man, one year I was dragged. When I tell you dragged, I was dragged on every social media platform. I was talked about. I was, oh my gosh, she's not really crowned. She can't even do anything because I didn't have my saints then, right? 
Oh, my God. I was three years, and I didn't do my abode which is a ceremony you got to do to receive and wake up your saints. I didn't have that. It took me three years to get it. All right. So it was, oh, she can't do nothing. She's not really crowned. She can't do anything. Don't talk to her. Don't get readings from her. I would do readings for people and people would be in their inbox. Oh, you know, she, she doesn't have her saints. She don't have anything. Um, oh, it's all make believe and you got to be careful of her. So I was dragged. I mean, I had memes made of me. Um, oh, my goodness. And I'm talking about from the spiritual community, from the regular community. You know where I got loved at? In the streets. In the streets where motherfuckers, I, I didn't hide nothing. I was like, yeah, nah, I don't have the money. And they was like, yo, D, you going to get it. Don't worry about it. Yo, we love you. And them motherfuckers showed me so much love, for real. But here it is, I'm thinking I'm welcome in the spiritual community. I'm going to be welcome. I wasn't trying to change nothing. Man, I was on Santana Exposed twice. Like, they dogged me. Tony Shango, Cabo Sile, and this lady that's crowned Yemaya were the two that came and said, don't give up. Ushun is going to show them just who you are, just who she is, by making sure who you are. And don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep going. Do not prove them right. Keep going. I still showed up. Even though people were talking about me, teeing about me, talking about my wigs. Oh, my God. Oh, look at her. She looked fucked up in the wigs. Look at her fucking kid. She had a son when she was 14. But it was nothing new because I said it myself. This is my story. But just like Chris Rock, I love that fact. He's telling you the reason why and what happened. Motherfuckers now, oh, he was trying to talk to Jada. and us. Everybody always got to make up their own fucking story. There's so many goddamn Facebook, social media scholars. It's just too much for me to even phantom, right? But, oh, my God. Oh, I went to sleep with my godfather. That was the worst. I sat and watched Candela rape women. Oh, my God. When I tell you, motherfuckers was coming out of the woodwork trying to discredit me. But I ain't give up. And I know a lot of them was like, this bitch is relinquished. Where I had women, spiritual women tell me, oh, I was going to uh, to, to spirit to put something on you to, to destroy you. We, we was all getting together. It was a secret fucking group. People that I knew and loved that was in my face constantly. Constantly. When we went out on trips or we went out on events, Oh, I love you. I love you. These were the same motherfuckers that was uh, killing chickens and goats and shit and lighting candles and putting my picture in fucking uh, coffins, destroying me because they thought I was jealous of Candelo for real, real talk, not making this up. Where they was dragging me for the gods. I got a whole fucking state in Omaha. That, oh, my cat died. You think she did it? Let's all destroy her. I had a chick. Pictures. Like, yo, we was all in her shop. And they were they were having your name and they burnt it in a pot. And I was like, what motherfuckers all do to get clout? Which is crazy. You knew about it. The only reason why you're telling me is because they kicked you out. Ain't that something? Sad. 
Man, when I tell you, I was I was known as the ra the racist. I hate Spanish people. Oh my God! I I mean, people were going. They were getting at the bottom of the barrel. I like, yeah. and I was like, wow. I didn't address it. I didn't. I ain't give a fuck. I still showed up. I posted every day. I made videos. I talked about stuff. Stuff that they thought, and they would send friends every fucking morning. We send their friends. See what she talking about? These are grown fucking people. Grown adults with mortgages and rent and wives and all that. But they would come on my page just to see what I was talking about. And see if I said anything about them. And even if I spoke about a book or something, oh, that she secretly throwing shots. I was even called to say I was jealous of them having relationships. I said, everybody raised their hand that was married. Because I got rings, bitches. <laughs> y'all bitches is girlfriends. I, I don't know what it is to be a girlfriend. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, are you serious? So, my mother used to tell me that older people should never hang out with younger people. Ain't got nothing in common, right? Sit and help them, talk to them, or whatever. But, you know, because my mother's friends was all in her age range, or a little bit older. Maybe about a year or two older. But they were all in her age range. My mother was 50, all her friends was 50. Wasn't nobody 39, 40, no. The only one that was younger was Cheeky. And Cheeky was like her daughter. So she showed Cheeky how to cook, how to take care of kids, all of that. Like she mentored Cheeky. Cheeky became my sister. But when it came down to my mother going out to hang out and all that, it was her, Miss Gloria, Miss Charlene, God bless, uh, Gloria, God bless the dead, Miss Charlene, she's still alive. Like it was women her age, Ella, all of them, they hung out. They did their thing. I had to learn, relearn that lesson because me running around with young folk, nah, baby. Mm-mm. See, I don't have time to sit and talk to you all day worrying about what other people are doing. I got business to take care of. I got grandkids. I got, I got life. I'm not trying to be young. I did that already. I done did that, done that, and I done moved on. Moved on. And I ain't trying to do it again. At all. At all. I'm not trying to do it again. I lived that life. And I'm grateful I survived. I'm grateful I'm here because a lot of us ain't here. So I'm grateful. But I was. And I was grateful the same way I know somewhere in the back of Chris Rock had. I'm not speaking for the man, but I guarantee you. He was grateful that somebody older or wiser told him, hey, man, I went through that. Don't, don't, don't let that stop you. Keep working. Keep working. They showing up thinking they go, that you're going to talk about it. Nah. Let them. Let them. And his ticket sales rose. Like, people were, people would come on my page just to see if I was going to talk about anybody. And I didn't. But you were still there. You were stuck. And those same majority of them were, do you do readings? Yeah, can I get a reading? Oh, okay. And that was it. And then they became, I'm not going to say fans. They became, you know, okay, I like her. I like what she's saying. All right. And then the part that would make me block them, real talk, like, you came over here for an agenda, right? What you thought meant was going to be something bad worked out in your favor and worked out for the good of you. But then now you want to give me the screenshots and tell me what everybody was saying. Why? If they can't trust you with the shit they told you, how the hell you think I'm going to trust you? So, no, that's okay. 
some majority of my block to move on with my life. Real talk. Real talk. Cause I, I don't I don't need the amen quiet. I don't need the back and forth. You know, stand on what you say. Don't just blot out, oh, and for real, I had this one chick. Oh, I only said this because I wanted them to keep talking. No, you you said it because that's what you meant. Don't don't we're not playing this game. We're not in uh fifth grade. Oh yeah, she a bitch too. Yep. Child. I even had my god brother one time. He was like, oh, and it's sad because he, this is his story, right? It's his story. He was like, oh, I was sitting in uh, our godmother's house, and they was like, look at her. She looks stupid with that damn wig on. Won't you post to her and tell her to take that wig off? So he hit me up. Oh, somebody said they'd do your wig for free because you look a mess. So I posted what he said, and I had that day for that one post, I had over two thousand likes over two thousand likes i had shit a thousand and something in comments oh my god i love your hair it works for you it's cute who the fuck so i sent that to him and said whoever told you that send them this and and because i'm not i'm not hurt or anything by it the girl that would do my wigs i love her she wanted she said can i Practice on you, hell yeah. And there's some days it was some, ooh, girl. But I'm going to do it because I support people the same way. She always supported me. And anything I did on in Queens, she was right there supporting me. So why wouldn't I extend the same thing? And I got some laid wigs. What? So why wouldn't I do the same? That's what you call pouring into people. So she would point to me like anything, anything. She would send people over there. Girl, you, you going through something? Go see my girl. Go see my girl. So when she asked me, listen, I want to get my weight game, you know, gluing it, fixing it, styling. I want, can I? Yeah, use me. Here, when you need me. And she would lay me the fuck out. So especially with the blue and white hair. Oh, that on her page, that had over a million likes. I said, girl, you did this. And she did. She did it. And I loved her for it. So when people would say things, the first thing they would say is, when I confront them, oh, but you ain't like my wig, didn't you do it? Yeah, I can't wear color. That's you. Why are you posting your fears and your phobias on me? I'm going to wear whatever I feel it. If I feel it look cute on me, I'm going to wear it. I'm not wearing shit for you. I didn't buy it for you. I brought it for me. For me. So, back to it. He took his triumph. He took his, I mean, he took his pain. He took his embarrassment. He took all of that and all the things people said. And he still kept going. His tenacity, his perseverance. He still kept going. Yeah, people are going to say all kinds of things. When I started my podcast, oh, nobody's going to pay attention. To that. that shit is corny. Ain't nobody. Oh, I'm going to start a podcast. Everyone that dogged me out. Everyone that dogged me out. Oh, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Where they at? Everyone that, oh, I'm going to write a book. Oh, okay. Everyone that's, yeah, I'm going to write, I'm going to write. You don't see them promoting none of their shit. I promote mine. Everyone that tried to talk me out of everything that I've been doing, they started it and didn't do it or didn't wasn't consistent. And 
Because, listen, my pops was a drummer, right? I mean, my father drummed any fucking way. I didn't give a fuck where he was. He carried his sticks with him. My father had his sticks with his hand when he died. Real talk. When that man died, he had his sticks in his hand. It's the difference to have a project and a passion. I have a passion for this. Oh, what it is you do? Helping others and giving them a light in that fucking dark-ass tunnel that we got. Those certain parts of those journeys where we sometimes want to give up. Them sometimes when people want to drag us for no fucking apparent reason. All we doing is sitting over here in our lane, living our goddamn life. And here it is, a bunch of group of people because I don't want to think like you. Or I don't want to be like you. Or I don't want to follow your fucking crowd. Now you got to exile me. You got to dog me out. Well, I'm that chick that's going to stand next to you and say, here, hold this light. Let's go. Fuck those people. Let's go. And they get mad. Oh, why you with Ifa Bayo? Oh, sorry, you couldn't. You lost access to me. And I give people enough rope and everything. Yo, I will sit and talk to you. I will listen to you the whole nine. But after a while, if we still doing the same shit for a year and you not making no moves and you not improving then I don't have time. I'm not going to sit here with you at the fucking misery table. I'm out. Bible going. I cut a chick off for that. Every time. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So, okay, okay, do it, do it. You know, get your page up. Do, I don't know why I'm not getting no readings. Well, no one knows you're a reader. Okay. I put on the show. All right. Keep on reading. Keep on reading. Because she, her friend, that she was my comparison is the fucking death of everybody. She monitoring her friend, right? Supposedly, because she said she wasn't friends with the girl. She monitoring her page. So this girl is like blowing up. She's, you know, put, she's out there every day. She's advertising. She do readings. She's making videos. She's doing all that. Well, she was so busy monitoring her page. Like, oh, you know, you see how many people she getting for readings. Why you not putting that same energy in your shit? So then she calls me and say, yeah, you know, I'm 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 thinking about ending it all. Yeah, okay, bye, girl. Boop. You you want attention. You want you want someone to promote for you. You want it, it, mind you, she wasn't trying to unalive herself. So let me put that out there. Right? Because I'm not cold hearted. But she wasn't. What she wanted was for me to make the videos, promote her, read. And send her everybody, and she takes the money. But she don't want to do no work. I know you fucking lying. I know you lying. Bible, cut her off real quick. We're not doing that. We're not. If I can just give you a map and a candle, yo, do your thing. We all going to fall. When I get confused and all of that, I know who I can call. I know who I can step up and say, yo, I had to change everything. I always tell people, do you have at least one person if you call right now and you go, yo, I need $5,000, like right now, and they send it to you, no questions asked, they're not worrying about if you're going to give it back or not. They're not going to be like, oh, let, let me see. No. Yo, here. Real talk. That's when you know you've made a change, you've grown, and all that. You're not using people. Because if they call you, yo, I need, I got you here. Here. Your bracket of friends and all of that. And guess what? People with wealth and people that are doing their thing, that's being creative, that's worrying about knowing that it's a bigger picture. Guess what they're not worried about? 
what motherfuckers think of them. Guess what they not can? What people are doing. That's why I have a great respect for Dave Chappelle and all of these people. Because, no, I don't know them personally. But I definitely watch how they are. Because I took that from 50 Cent and Queen Latifah. Right? I'm not mimicking them. No. But what they said was... I know that rapping is not going to keep this money and keep me in this status. But if I get in the room, I'm not worrying about who's fucking who. Now I need to learn. How y'all doing this? What? Okay, how can I put my stories out there? How can I learn from everybody in this fucking room? And that's what they did. And they evolved. They took that one thing that got them in the room. And they say, okay, this is what got us here. Now I need to evolve. Okay, this person over here writing movies. This person is over here doing lectures. This person is over here writing books. This one is over here doing this. This one is producing. This one is recording. I need to evolve because I know I can't keep doing this all the time. The same way, reading cards got me in the room. Got me in the room. Now I need to evolve. Who I need to hang with. Who I need to sit myself around. Who I need to follow. Man, the biggest thing that to some people, oh, that ain't nothing. It was something to me. When D.L. Ugly shouted me out. When Rick Ross shouted me out. What? When Hope, the chick that's the comedian, shouted me out. When Tabitha Brown posted my shit. When Anita, the author of Sweet Waters, reposted my stuff. When all these people started reposting my stuff, when a dude that met me one time and we had a conversation, when he was on Fox File doing his Vogue and his dance and teaching, he said, hey, I see y'all doing a segment about horoscopes and predictions. I know a sister that might be an asset to y'all. And he spoke of my name and gave my information. I only met him one time. When a, a person that said, hey, Oprah Winfrey is doing a, a thing. Go and do it. Go and do an a, a interview. Okay. When people are like that, that's when you know. Oh, well, you know what somebody said? Oh, well, but you didn't get it. I don't give a fuck. They know me now. They seen me. Someone spoke about me, and that's the highest. When someone speaks about you in a room that your feet never came in, to say, hey, yo, you, you see this? Yo, you need to check out this sister. That's beautiful to me. You know what the dude at Fox 5 said? You're not, you don't have that much traction. Yeah, he said, oh, I love your content, but you don't have enough yet. I need you to keep doing it. Keep doing it. No matter what. Keep posting. Keep doing out there. He said, because people are watching. He said, if I'm seeing, I know everybody else is seeing. He said, so keep doing it. He said, we can't. He said, even though, and I read for him, he was like, thank you. And he became a good friend of mine. He said, but I need you to keep doing it because I need you to get past. And then I had... Maybe like a thousand followers, right? I didn't have a, a lot of people. I had like on my lives, I only had like six views. So I had to make ways of 
you know, and I'm grateful because now I'm at 50,000, 14,000, 20,000. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm forever grateful. So I didn't allow that public humiliation, that dragging, that, oh, she ain't shit, that all of that to stop me, to stop me. If you want to see me forward, catch me at the laundromat, even through my sickness, even through my surgeries, even through everything, I still showed up, still showed up. So I, I get it. I get, I get, and I honor him for that. I don't honor him. Okay, he called a girl a bitch or, you know, he said this. And, oh, my God, Chris Rock was never funny. And Dave Chappelle is a racist. And he don't like this and he don't like that. Dave Chappelle is doing something that most of us would dare not even do. Because once we get to the top, we only care about us. But this man said, guess what? If I'm eating, I need to make sure my team is eating. And he brought, rented. His next door neighbor's field set up a stage and flew, had people fly in to still do comedy shows. Well, we're going to find ways of making money. This shit don't stop. And so many comics got a chance to feed their family because this man said, yo, we ain't going to sit down. And then he got with Netflix. Oh, well, he spoke about trans people and, you know, we're, we're going to leave Netflix. Netflix said, man, you crazy? This motherfucker got the lineup of a lifetime earthquake. You seen his. I love it. Because when my son said, Ma, did you see earthquake stand up? I said, no. And when I saw it, I, he was like, because when you see it, you're going to be like, yep, yep, that that's you. Earthquake said in one of his um, skits, he said, um, my son was like, yo, you a bad father. He said, compared to who? Who's the other person that had you fed, clothed, roof over your head, lights on, access, all of that? Who who you comparing me to? So when my daughter and them said, compared to who? Who are you comparing me to? Who else sacrificed? Who else will stand there when your ass don't have nothing to eat? Ma, can you cash out? Ma, do you have? Ma, ma, ma. Not worrying if I have it or not. Not worrying about if my health is great. Not worrying about if I ate that day. None of that. And all of y'all are grown. Y'all not kids. Not worrying about that. But I still come through. Why? Because I'm a mother at the end of the day. But who are you comparing me to? Who? Who? Once again, my pops will say the greatest thing that I love. I've been in this world without you. You've never been in this motherfucker without me. And my job is to make sure you can survive when I'm not here. Not your parents went to another country. No, when they're in that ground, that's when you find out who the real fucking friends are, who your family is, who like you, who don't like you. Because they know your parent ain't coming back. Not in, not in the flesh form anyway. So, I always tell my son, Every table you sat at, player, I made sure I paved the way. But you will know if you were really welcomed. Because I ain't there. I'm not there. But I need you to stand up for yourself. Stand up. I gave you the map and the candle. I gave you the tools. You know green means go, red means stop. You know the basics. You, you live. I didn't sugarcoat anything. Don't make it into a trigger. Turn it into a triumph. Don't make it into a trigger. Turn it into a triumph. 
And that's what I learned from watching both of these people. I learned that. I learned that shit. Don't turn it into a trigger. A trigger will stifle you. It will have you stuck. Where you're like, oh my God, I hear my feelings. I gotta go to therapy. Oh my God. No. Yo, that shit happened. Let me brush that shit off. I was telling someone, I said, yo, 2023, we all gonna get our ass whooped. We all. We all gonna be affected one way or another. I said, well, my sisters and them, we all get our ass whooped. My sister and them would sit on the step, cry. I would go wash my face and go outside. I come back, I have candy, cake, ice cream, stuff, and money. And she'd be like, where you up? Because you sat here and cried all fucking day. I got things to do. Okay, we got our ass whooped. We ain't the first time. It won't be the last. Trust me. You Have you met our mother? And I moved on. That's how 2023 is. We all going to get affected one way or another. People are going to say things we're not going to like. People are going to say things that's going to hype us up. And then turn around and stab us with our... Well, curse us out, talk about us, and turn around with that same fucking mouth and ask us for a favor. Oh, hi. How you doing? How you doing? I was just recently asked to be a part of something. I was like, wow, okay. And I went to go see about the people that were doing the event. I was looking at one of their, their comments and one person said, hey, I would love to really understand this if it was in English. The person that was doing the event was like, oh, well, then you need to learn Spanish. Oh, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. Folks, you have to learn to go to places where you are, cele- where you are appreciated, celebrated, honored, respected. Not tolerate it. Because the last I checked, my money speaks all languages. I bet you don't have a problem with that. I bet you you don't. So guess what? I'm going to keep my bread in my pocket. Fuck you. Yeah, I've learned that. I'm not going no place where I'm not on it, respected, celebrated. No, tolerated. Oh, you, I'm only good as long as you got my bread. But when you ain't got my money... Fuck that. I need to learn Spanish. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wrong one. Bye. And didn't say nothing. Just ain't going. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And the person was like, damn. Oh, this is why I block people. But then the same post after, oh, you know, why not people signing up for um my 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 event? I need people to sign up. Why? Everybody that's on your goddamn page, 80% speak fucking English. Are you serious? So no, bye. I wish I would. Yeah, it feels some kind of way. I don't care. The same way I feel. Because that's horrible. Horrible. Because all he did was say, dog, I would really love to understand what this post is saying because I see so many people answering. Oh, well, then you need to learn Spanish. What? No, no. Uh-uh. So, I spoke about it. I may not get a lot of likes or people may get in their feelings, but it's okay. <laughs> I give zero fucks. I do. I really do. Because take your triggers, take your pain, take your embarrassment, and let that shit fuel you and keep going. Do not give up. Because that's what they want to see. They want to see you fail. They want to see you give up so they can sit there. It's always room At the table of misery. The hardest part is removing yourself and going and finishing on your journey.
Real Talk. I love y'all all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for being a part of Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Bayo signing out.